This is Eitan Weinstein. And I'm Naor Menninger. And you're listening to Two Nice Jewish Boys. This podcast is sponsored by The Forward. Stay up to date with unlimited access to news, culture, and opinion all through a Jewish lens. And for our listeners, for 2NJB listeners, get six months of The Forward for only $10. That's 67% off. An exclusive subscription offer for our listeners, forward.com slash 2NJB, and get six months for 10 bucks. Also in collaboration with Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. And last but not least, in collaboration with Australian Jewish News, check them out at AJN.TimesOfIsrael.com. Hello. So... By now, probably everybody has heard of the very awful, very saddening news. You lost your wedding ring. Alex Trebek passed away. Who is he? Alex Trebek? Yeah. God. I know Sean Connery. You know how to make a depressing news even more depressing. God. Sean Connery. Alex Trebek? You don't know who Alex Trebek is? Who is Alex? Alex who? Who is Alex? That answers the question. Jeopardy? You know Jeopardy? I heard of it. We don't have it here. No, like... Uh, yeah, it's a game show. Spoiled milk for 400 no? no? No, it's not very big here. It's big everywhere. Here it was It is one of the biggest game shows in the world. Yeah, but here... It's like it never Wheel made of it. Fortune, uh, Jeopardy. It never made it here. Well, anyway, it's it's a huge... So he was the host? Huge. Yeah, I think it still goes... It's still going today, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yours is, is recording, not reco- uh, is not recording. Is not recording. Yeah. All right, now it is. Okay. So so let's start from the, the beginning. Hello. No. Yes. No, so anyway, it's very yeah. sad news. He okay. died at 99, apparently. 99, mm. that's very... Sean Connery's sad news. Yeah, Sean Connery. But the real sad news... Is that Iran is, is going to kill f- us all? <laughs> <laughs> Donald yeah, Trump, bye bye. Yeah. Look, why do you have to go down crying like a little baby? I actually, it's it's painful because I lost uh, a bet to our to my friend Effie. You said he was going to take it. Sorry. You said he was going to take I it. I said he was. Yeah, I bet ten to uh, one to ten. So, uh, I put 10 shekels and he put 100 shekels. And he got your 10 shekels. He got, but here's the painful part. It's not a bad. He made me donate it to the new Israeli fund. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so painful. Well, at uh, least at least it was only 10 shekels. Yeah, I know. That's rough. But, but yeah, it was, it was very painful. But I did it because uh, I'm a man. In your name or anonymously? You gotta put your name there. No, you can you so can donate sometimes anonymously. Not not on their website ah, though. I see. No, now they know. I see. Now, because that's yeah. what all the uh, right the the woke uh, SJWs like to do. They uh, they What's they SJW social justice warriors. Ah, okay. They like to donate in the name of like various senators mm, or politicians Jones. that they hate uh-huh. to like you know Planned Parenthood. Ah, okay. Uh, so like you know they try to defund Planned Parenthood. And so I should have so put your name is what you're name. saying. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. That's yeah. And then there would have been Next a time. plaque. Next time I lose on a bet. What do you get for ten shekels though? You get a plaque on the bathroom door. <laughs> Donated by mm. 
you know, I bought, I bought a meal to a terrorist probably or something like that. Wow. Wow. You took it too far. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so yeah, it was, uh, I, look here. The thing is though, I have friends who still believe this isn't over. <sighs> it's not. Look, even if there are, unless there is, there's two scenarios that like, are possible right there was massive voter fraud which is just i mean it's not actually possible right that's what you could hope for massive voter fraud there's not like i, I don't the see numbers aren't there no there were hundreds of thousands of mail-in ballots that were counted afterwards i mean the, if you <clears throat> look at the flips that happen suddenly it amounts to hundreds of thousands if not a million votes right mm -hmm. But I, I, it's hard for me to believe that those votes were faked. Maybe they were sent in, like, within a time window that is not, like, uh, customary. Or maybe they were allowed to be counted when tech... I don't know. But it's hard for me to believe that. Usually when you have these, like, legal battles or these recounts... I mean, what, what happened in the end in Florida with uh, Bush and Gore... And shifted a hundreds, couple hundred of votes right. from one end to the or other. It's tens of thousands. Yeah, of votes. it's never going to be in the <clears> thousands or tens of thousands. Let's take a break and say we're also on Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com, right yes. now on their website. So thank you for having us. But also, yes, uh, we are sponsored by the Forward. Uh, so go to forward.com slash 2NJB, guys. The Forward is a great news source uh, for getting news, opinion pieces, podcasts, all through a Jewish lens. Um, if you go to their website and subscribe, you get a, a discount and you help the show. Yes, so forward.com slash 2NJB. You get an exclusive for our podcast listeners, 67% uh, off. You get six months for 10 bucks. Yep. Help support the podcast. Check them out, forward.com slash 2NJB. And go to Arutz Sheva, IsraelNationalNews.com. Yes. Like them on Facebook. Follow them everywhere because they have amazing content. And while we're at it, we do this on our free time. So if you want to help us out, yes. 2NJB.com slash donate. Anyway, so yeah, the th but let's let's talk about how long it took. It, it is ridiculous though, right? Yeah. So it's, it's long. It is. I don't know if, I wonder if there's any precedent in history. I don't think there is for the election and even being now counted. it's not official right like, yeah no it isn't it well it's never official until december 14th when the electors go to washington right. and vote so it's never that's when the actual decision of who is president of the united states is made right um but doesn't but, every state say like our winner is like the guy who got the most all votes. the main in uh, nebraska i think Right. The Maine and Nebraska actually split their electoral votes. Um, but yeah, they, they usually decide. But technically, I don't think there's any law that requires all the electors to vote one way or the other. Mm -hmm. um, it's a tradition. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly the details of it. I know that Maine and Nebraska do split their electoral votes. And that for the past who knows how many elections, all the other states have always gone one way. They, uh, yeah, they they declare it, but it's not official until the until the fourteenth of December right. when the electorate college votes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I, but it's hard to imagine it going any other way right. at this point. Right, right. He's taken uh, 
They've called Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania and Nevada, Georgia even flipped towards uh, Biden. I think the yeah. only thing that's still in question is North Carolina, right? Uh, yeah. He doesn't have enough. And I just wonder why is he like going down kicking and screaming? Like really? Yeah. Is this what you want your bad. legacy to be? It doesn't look too good. Yeah. It doesn't, but I guess you can't expect the Trump presidency to end any other way, right? Yeah. But uh, you said it that it's it's a very embarrassing loss for for him in the end. Oh of the yeah, day. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, look, there's circumstances, right? There's Corona, uh, two hundred thousand deaths, which we've talked plenty about, and I don't know if I would blame Trump for them, but obviously it's gonna right. be very hard to swing it. And in the your media favor. that unprecedentedly, yeah. Attacks him, uh, yeah. Was so there's there's him. there's circumstances, but in the end, you're an incumbent, uh, and to lose in an incumbent is like you have to be an especially big loser to do that. Yeah. Uh, the last one was I think uh, George Bush the senior. Yeah. So, yeah, in my eyes, he's a huge loser. Uh, <laughs> I I like the stuff that he did in the four years while he was uh in it, but like, it's like. Couldn't you have pulled through? Like, I mean, like, right. what does it take to win? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he the campaign wasn't just wasn't good enough. He they didn't. I think they failed. The, their main failure as a campaign was to suppress the Biden voters. Right. Which is a huge part of winning an election is to make sure the other side's voters don't feel like going on and vote for the other candidate because to demotivate or to suppress because there's there're two like very depends on the guy in the end things, you know right? what i mean some people need to demotivate some ne- people need to s- it depends on what's your like if if you're if you're really pro biden so you get you really want to plant some doubts in a voter's mind and if you're like just hanging in there and not sure then like some messages in the sense of mm, yeah he's gonna win anyway you shouldn't go you know there's many ways to go at it but mm, i see but uh and which, reverse psychology yeah which leads to the the tweet i sent you today right yeah um the differences between the polls, the polls and and the actual the final actual, results yeah, the now outcomes now there are two arguments to be made. One argument is in key states, okay, uh, if th- like publishing false polls, um, misleading numbers, can make Trump supporters to say it's lost, yep. like there's no point. On the other way around, the Biden campaign can say uh, these numbers um, make them stress, m- put stress on the Trump voters. And then there'll be more motivation. And there was actually a higher turnout. Yes, but it doesn't really matter. The point is, it 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 colludes to me. It colludes with with elections. Such it, you mean it it um, it uh, taints the election. Like yeah. It, well, but you can't. Uh, well, what's the other option to uh, to stop polling or to disallow people from uh, no. free association well, and free press no, around of course those, the, I'm not th- then you have like the situation you have here in Israel the ridiculous situation in my no, eyes but the reporting where you, where, where you like actually what is it you prohibit candidates from 
propagandizing on election day. Yeah. Or no, it's crazy. Pol- pollsters can do what they do, but I think it's the media's responsibility to clarify. Add a how- huge asterisk next to it. Yeah, basically. And <sighs> instead, they've been you know pumping it. And like it's the like the yeah, results. But you can't expect the media. I mean, they are part of. I mean, right? NBC, NBC, I think has polls, real clear politics. A lot of these polls are tied to the media, and the ones that aren't, they're very clear. They very clearly have an agenda. I mean, you, yeah, you, you, well, you can't. It's like you know what I mean. Like I, I agree with you, ideally, but it's an expectation that's so yeah, not. So they have realistic. an agenda. So, so. I you mean, have to wonder if I mean, but you either can't you be, have an agenda or you're a professional. If you're a professional, well, of course. But that's what I'm saying. That's the big question here. And I don't think that you can be a rational human being and not question at least. I mean, to me, it seems clear, but not question whether the pollsters have an agenda. Most of them. Right. I think there were some out there like Rasmussen and Trafalgar that were fairly accurate, but some of these polls were off by like twelve points. Yeah ridiculous that's just crazy yeah so if you're a propaganda company a media and propaganda uh company then you should be treated as a media company and not as a polling company you know that's i think to me it's very 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 basic definitely has psychological effect too right there's the winner wagon effect right jumping on the wagon yes I, yep. Yeah, but you never know. Real, you're not. It's one of those things where you'll never know what the effect was. Yeah, and so also Trump fa- made a huge mistake. Like his his campaign was, uh, yeah, we're winning, we're winning, we're doing great in key states, right? What he should have done is take Bibi's approach, uh, the, gev- the famous Gewalt, yeah, Gewalt campaign. Here in Israel, we have this term. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since last election. No, it's very old concept. A very Gewalt. Old the Gewalt campaign. Yeah, it's a, an old concept. The Gewalt campaign or yes. Gewalt? It's really yes. It's older than than uh, okay. yes. But but Netanyahu made an art out of it. And basically, the principle is, uh, you say a few days before election, you say that's it, we're losing. Uh, if you don't go out and vote. They will rise and we will all die, essentially. (laughs) This will be the end. Short of saying, short of saying, like, it's done, it's over, don't even leave your houses. That's that's a Gavalt campaign. It's like saying everything but that. Yeah. And and Bibi would go on live and and would say, "Look, guys, we're losing. That's it. Yeah. Like it's it's done." <laughs> <laughs> and people would get freaked out and go and vote, yeah. and it worked every time. <laughs> like it's just worked. it worked and it didn't work every yeah, time. Yeah, but <laughs> but it did work, and uh, that's what I think. What Trump should have done is be so. Instead, he went with, "Yeah, we're we got it," and yeah. that might have made some people very. Mm, apathetic uh, apathetic apathetic. i don't know it's a good question why he lost i i don't know i think there's two big things that are up right that are like candidates one is corona i think corona was a huge player here right two hundred thousand deaths yeah uh huge unemployment with with corona most uh struck by struck by corona were the countries where he won by the way no so i read no new york yeah, uh, no, but California. Ca- but uh, states with current 
highest numbers. Yeah, okay, maybe. I don't know. I'm not I'm not up to date with it, but uh but I think corona 200,000 deaths, huge unemployment, the obviously the downturn in the economy is a huge effect, right? On cuz that's what that was his winning ticket mm-hmm. and he lost it. So that was a big one. But there's also something to be said about the fact that like uh Trump like who Trump is, right? Like why he won in the first place. And maybe it's it's a spark that burns bright and burns short, right? You know what I mean? Like Trump won back in 2016, I think largely because of his persona and his personality. And I think people got fed up with it. One trick pony. Yeah, I think people were like, okay, we've had enough of this Trump. We were like, they weren't, they weren't anti enough because one of the big things that I think happens in an election is you're not really necessarily voting for someone as much as you're voting against someone. And in 2016, people hated Hillary Clinton. People hated the Democratic Party. People hated the establishment. People hated so much about Washington that they went out in droves to vote for Trump. Mm -hmm. And he won by not a landslide, but he won by a lot. I think that's what like really took him is that he's just not like it's not the same. There's no Trump effect anymore. Biden's this guy who's like seems harmless and, you know, Trump's still the same asshole. And they're like, OK, let's let's go back. Yeah. I don't know. Dove, let's hope for the best. I just read. A, I'm not sure if it's accurate, but I read the tweet that Barack Ravid allegedly posted. And I haven't checked, but that. Trump uh, and then Yahoo are planning on a huge blow of sanctions against Iran in the months before Trump departs. So that should oh, be wow. interesting. Yeah. Wow. Like a and final blow, yeah. final hit. Yeah. Wow. Could be, be cool. Interesting. Yeah. It's, I mean, a Biden presidency is going to be, it's going to be scary. <laughs> It's yeah. not really scary. Yeah, I no, mean, we'll like, be fine. It's not gonna be the end of the world. Yeah, no, but but yeah, it'll it will it will be look worse than Obama for us. It can't really get. Uh, it could. That's the thing. <laughs> is the pendulum swings right? So yeah. it swings one way. It's gonna swing back full force, and it might go further. The one of the things that like kind of terrifies me is the fact that he's old, man. <laughs> he's the oldest president in American history. Seventy eight. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have all his faculties about him, right? He seems like we saw it in the campaign. Mm-hmm. He spoke pretty coherently and eloquently the night of, uh, or at least when they announced just now. And since the since he's been taking an upturn, and I think you can attribute that to adrenaline. But once the adrenaline wears off, like he's gonna be old Joe again. Then you get Kamala Harris. Like, I don't want to uh, say the words if he, you know, but if yeah, he... Yeah, I don't think it'll you, happen. You don't think so? No. I mean, he, there's always a chance, right? But I think he'll he'll make it. He'll pull through. He'll pull through. <laughs> we just need you to pull through, Joe. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you can do stupid shit, but just pull through. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we went out of lockdown, yes. uh, more or less. You know, I just, IKEA is still not open. IKEA is still not open, and and I have a, uh, you know, a credit of two hundred and fifty shekels in IKEA that I need to. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like Corona's over until IKEA comes yeah, back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they open shops now. Um, although the markets, the food markets are not open yet for. 
It's it's a whole mess. But um, but before the lockdown ended, I just had to get a, a haircut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> did you? What what did you do, dude? Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, <laughs> for, I had uh, for to... those listening, I pointed at my head. <laughs> yeah, I'm not shaven. much there. Not uh, much there. Uh, I just do it with the machine now on my own. I see. That's uh, very cost effective. It is actually. Um, but uh, I had to get a haircut, so, so I called to? my barber. My, bar- you have a barber. I have, yeah, the local neighborhood, your friendly neighborhood barber. <laughs> okay, Leo. So I'm calling Leo, and he's just uh, come. I'm like to your home because now barbers have been doing uh, secret home uh, cutting, black market barbers. Yeah. He said, "No, no, the usual place." Okay, so I'm coming to the usual place in the street, right? Yeah, and it's closed. So I'm like calling him, and he's like, "Yeah, come out of the ba- come out to the back." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, didn't I tell you this? No. Okay. So I'm going to the back and I'm knocking on the door and it has this shades, right? Like in a film noir. And someone is like pushing down the sh- <laughs> one of the shades. It looks at me and then they unlock the door. I'm stepping inside. And there, that's no the way. thing. I'm seeing, okay, it's dark. You have three softas, <laughs> three grandmothers sitting in the dark. <laughs> Getting a perm. With their rolls. You know, oh, waiting for the amazing. for the collar to dry. That's amazing. In, in Arrest silence. them all. Arrest <laughs> them all. In silence, okay? The barber's like, yes, come, come, sit, sit. One of the softas is like, hey, Maza, dear. And, and the barber goes, shh, quiet, quiet, <laughs> quiet. Not so loud, please, not so loud. Please tell me like a SWAT team <laughs> showed up, kicked down the doors. Listen, it was surreal. Oh it my was surreal. And you know, he told me, look. If I have to put food on my table, if if I if I need to, I'll, I'll I'll rob a bank. I'll rob a bank. I don't give a beep. Yeah, you, you know, push people to that. That was one of the most surreal experience <clears throat> in my life. Yeah, sitting there in the dark, I felt I yeah I felt for the first time I felt like my grandparents felt felt in in Romania in the sixties and seventies. It's just, I mean, that's that's hilarious and terrifying and sad on the other Many end. barbers and didn't make it, by the way. Didn't make it to the... People don't internalize that. Yeah. People, like, they don't... I feel like they, they just don't think about it. I don't know, all the way through. They don't... Like, they hear lockdown, right? And, and, uh, and restrictions. And it seems like these harmless measures that... People lost their businesses. Yeah, so I was sitting with a bunch of friends and making, trying to make the Aiton argument. Uh, and I, I got stuck in the point where my friend was, when I telling the friend, maybe the state should, shouldn't uh, take Be care involved. of. Uh, and his point was, uh, you know, uh, until the governments came, you had shit in the streets. And then the government came and they built sewage. Why sewage? Yes. And health and virus? No. That's such a simplistic <laughs> argument for okay. so many reasons. Well, w- when when was the date when the government was like, we're going to solve sewage? Please. 1851. No. <laughs> it, it, it probably did not just happen like that. Yeah, governments did a lot of stuff uh, throughout history because governments held power and there wasn't freedom. People didn't have the freedom mm-hmm. that you have today in most Western democratic first world countries. But today we've, we have an agreement 
where we outsource violence to the government, we outsource, we give them a monopoly on power, and we take care of the rest. The government did everything back in the day. But they still take care of sewage. Well, yeah, anyway. maybe one day we'll solve that as well. Mm-hmm. I think, I really think that everything that the uh, government is taking care of can be taken care of better than better by uh, private uh, enterprise. The Corona, the head of Corona here in Israel, Dr. Uh, Gamzu, yeah. uh, said, <laughs> I wish they, they will find the lawful way to force everyone to, what, what was it? Take to a take vac- a corona test. Uh, to take a corona test, yes. Yeah. I wish they'll find a lawful way, which just goes to show, it's like the ends justify the means, right? It's like, I wish they'll find a lawful, that's not what you wish. You, you, you have to ask yourself if something is lawful. You don't like decide you want to do something and say, let's find a lawful way to do it. It's like, I wish I find a lawful way to kill my neighbor. <laughs> what? That's not <laughs> how law works. There is lawful things and unlawful things. You do the lawful things. You don't do the unlawful things. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and the today the, the woman who's responsible in public health, Sharon, Dr. Sharon el said that uh, with with uh, the opening of the shops uh, third lockdown is inevitable <laughs> uh, okay. we can't have people you know engaging in private business willy-nilly it's just yeah. it's crazy in the meantime europe is going to to hell yeah more or less yeah, yeah. italy almost forty thousand cases yesterday they're it's probably insane. going into another lockdown now the thing is they, they they simply can't first of all they have riots People are just not willing in Italy. In Germany, there there are riots. In Leipzig yesterday, there was huge riots. People are just not willing. Europeans, you know, unlike us, uh, they know what non-democra- non-democracy is. Yeah. Um, and they just won't have it. They just won't yeah. have it. So governments there are in a huge problem because they cannot push... The, the the lines with with the citizens too much and the economy in italy is just devastated and the country is doomed let's more or less that's what happens when you hold your government responsible for corona right is you basically force them to take actions like to that. fail you, you force, force them, them to, to fail. fail exactly when you when you like want to constantly uh outsource responsibility then that's what you yeah. get is you get people making bad decisions and, 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 and behaving within chaos in order to to cover, as you say in Hebrew, cover their asses, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, the government, it's not their job to deal with corona, and you're telling them, deal with it. And they're like, okay, let me deal with it the best way I know, which is really badly, which is just shut down everything. And then you're going to get this cycle everywhere. And that's why from the beginning I said that I know that 200,000 people died and over 200,000, it's closing on, I think, a quarter of a million people in the States died from corona. But it's in my eyes, they dealt with it the best, which is they ha- they stuck to their guns. They stuck to their values, which are freedom. People do what they want to do. Sometimes nature bites you in the ass. You know, sometimes you get a tsunami. It's like why did why are why is the Thai government not responsible for the 
or the Indonesian government not responsible for the crazy? Why didn't they build anti-tsunami measure? It's like sometimes nature screws you. That's always been true. You just got to deal with it. That's the way I see it. Yeah, well, we'll see. Right now, I'm pretty happy. Like, I'm happy with the numbers here in Israel. It's very comforting, you know, to have like a couple of hundreds of cases a day. Uh, I wish they opened a little bit more and try to ke- keep it that way. You You're know, in the the middle ground. Yeah, do uh, what you know we got to do. Try and keep it yeah. under control. Yeah, I get that. I get uh, that. Um, you know, I feel safer uh, when I go out and mingle and work outside, and yeah, I feel safer because yeah. I know the odds. Unlike a month ago or two months ago, I had a moment of cognitive dissonance the other day when I was in the supermarket and I was, I was buying, I was picking fruit and vegetables, and this guy comes up to the fruit and vegetable stand. He's this older gentleman. He's on his phone and he's like, Can't have a, he's just speaking really loudly, no mask, no mask spitting all over the place. Mm. And I was about to be like, Excuse me, sir, can you please put on a mask? But then I was like, wait a second, <laughs> you got to you got to do what you preach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't say anything to him because, you know, I don't think that he and now you have the required. virus and you're infecting me <laughs> probably as we speak. But, you know, it is what it is. It's going to be historic because, you know, it's going to be maybe the first time an actual infection is being recorded live on your podcast. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> That's what we should rename the episode. <laughs> Getting infected with one Nathan Jewish. and Or. <laughs> it's, if we name it, I was thinking one Jewish boy and infects then, another. And then the, sub, the subline is, a lot of bad views. we wish it were HIV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, Speaking of, yes. my wedding ring. Yeah. My wedding ring was lost. You know this. Yes, I was a witness. For those of you who can't see, I'm not wearing the wedding ring. And thanks to Corona, I wasn't able to buy another one. I wanted to buy another one. On the other hand, I'm torn because I want the original. Yeah. But and then I you find it. Our guest, which we're going to publish, telling us uh, that gold is the worst thing you can yeah. do to the planet. Yeah. So but, you went to Sharon and you were like, baby, I'm going to buy you a plastic ring. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you slept on the, you know, diamond. the homeless guy <laughs> downstairs. <laughs> Diamonds just aren't environmentally friendly. Yeah. Well. So I'm going to get you uh, a fake plastic diamond. crystal. <laughs> <laughs> no no co2 <laughs> footprint guys we had a guest the episode is going to be published soon um, rabbi yonathan Nero. Nero. actually super interesting yeah. conversation he wrote we this kid book, we kid uh echo bible yes about uh, environmentalism and judaism bible. yeah where where judaism meets yeah environmental so explain to us about gold being so environmentally yeah because they use this uh, method that uses cyanide to sift out the gold yeah. flakes from soil. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned for that one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you lost it. Like, I what lost was it? it like I lost two it, weeks? I lost it in my car, though. I know for a fact that it's in my car. I was car. there. I lo- yeah, you were there. But the thing I, about... I, the thing, so, I play with it. I played with it for the month I had it. I play with the wedding ring. I take it on and off. And I was driving. And then the, the light, I was at a red light playing with it. And then the light turned green. And it was in my hand. And I don't know, something happened and it, I fumbled. Unlike other ring, with this one you should not play. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry I, about I that. Know. I can't <laughs> get back on after that. Anyway, so so I had it in my hand. 
and it and it fell out and it fell between the uh, emergency brake and um and uh, like fell in one of the holes in the car so it's like in there mm. it's like in the chassis of the car mm. and uh, but why didn't you go and you know put it in the garage and challenge them to find it like, I think I did inadvertently convince the car wash gentleman to steal it. That <laughs> was a mistake on my end. I, <laughs> I shouldn't have told them about it, but you were like, if you find the wedding I, ring, I, it was like a, it was like a paradox. because it was like, I didn't want to tell him about it, but then I, I want, if I didn't tell him and he found it, then he might've been like, okay. But I, I thought maybe if I told him about it and he found it, then he wouldn't feel okay with hiding it. But what you should have done is take it to the mechanic before you take it on a walk. Like what's more important, washing your car or taking it to the mechanic to recover your lost ring? I don't know. Anyway. You would have been a bad Frodo. Yeah, probably. I would not have would not have <laughs> made it to Mordor. Mordor, no, definitely. So I I I still haven't found it, but uh soon, soon. So tell us about yes. your post. Naor oh. had Naor had a uh, a little uh, debacle with yeah. uh with the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation uh in which you posted the Israeli PBS. Yeah, basically the Israeli Con. NPR. Well, NPR. PBS actually, because they also have TV and they have radio and mm -hmm. they have. Uh, so basically, they uh, there was there's a Facebook group for this podcast, which is publicly funded. Uh, the podcast is publicly funded. The Facebook group is managed by the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation, and it was open to posts for the public. Yes, let's okay. So it, it's an eco it's like a economic podcast. Yeah, free economic kind of money. Yeah, yeah. And it's a podcast made by Khan, the Israeli PBS, NPR. And here's what happened. So back to, okay, so let's, a, a bit of a, a pre, how do you call that? Pre-story, pre-face. Yeah. Preface. Preface, yes. Um, so we had two lockdowns, right? So they basically shut, up, shut down the, the entire um, economy. And how they dealt with the fact that we had, now we have hundreds of thousands of unemployed was telling people, listen, we're going to pay your absence um, f until June or August. Telling 20 companies, actually, 2021, right? basically. Yeah. They were saying, you know, put your employees on unpaid leave and yeah. we'll pay them. You don't yeah. need to pay them. Yeah. So you have, uh, what you have is hundreds of thousands of unemployed who are on paid leave. Um, and the, the absurd is that right now, some people uh, who worked in pretty lucrative uh, jobs can basically s do nothing, sit at home, enjoy life, go to the beach until August or June or July. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. And get like... Three and a half thousand shekels a month, basically. No, it can be much more. It can be even 7,000 shekels. Depending on their... How uh, much you made. Yeah. 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 But no, the, the, the ironic part is that it's called unpaid leave. Yeah, <laughs> they're all yeah. getting so so it's many a paid people, unpaid leave. Yes, it's paid unpaid. So many people in Israel <laughs> saying I'm on halat, which is chufshale <laughs> lotashlum, unpaid leave. But they're being paid. But they're being paid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so yeah. So and and then uh, so of course the economy channel of the NPR is pretty socialist, and one of the reporters there made a video uh, for Facebook in which she basically said uh, about. Yeah, she yeah. said, uh, she said, um, 
basically that young people our age, right, who studied, like have a profession, who are sitting at home, they deserve, the, they have the right to sit at home and get uh, taxpayers' money until they find a job that is uh, fit to their abilities. Yeah, and an- another thing that she said, which was quite ridiculous, is like, who would want she basically asked like sarcastically yeah who would want to stay home for uh seven thousand shekels that no three thousand five hundred which is like the minimum that you get who would who would stay home for three thousand five hundred shekels a month come on guys yeah yeah with that some guys you can pay your for a room in tel aviv your room uh, yeah, you can pay for a really nice room yes. in Tel Aviv for that. But yeah. if you want to also have money left over, mm-hmm. you can get a pretty chill room in Tel Aviv and mm-hmm. still have a thousand shekels, yeah. maybe yeah. even a thousand five hundred left. And over. her point was that the jobs available are, uh, you know, degrading. They're but wait, de- before we move on, not to speak of living in Haifa. Or in, ah, of course. You can live like a king in Haifa yes. for 3,500 For 3,500 shekels in Haifa, you can live like You can live in safe. You can live by your own. Yeah. In a three, uh, like a two-bedroom apartment and have money for expenses and everything. But you could live with a roommate and save probably 500 yeah, shekels a yeah. month. No, much, much more. Much, much more. more. Anyway, so, but her point was d- the jobs available right now are degrading. And people who studied professions like... <laughs> Film and sociology and whatnot, they have the right to work uh, on their profession. And if there's no job in their profession, yeah. then they should stay at home and get paid until August. That's their born right. Okay. After all, the Central Committee told me to study filmmaking. Yes. I must yes. make films. I was promised by government <laughs> I will have job until I die. Oh, God. Anyway, so, so. I made a video um, and in which I basically said that she's wrong because uh, we don't know if some jobs will ever be back and we shouldn't pay until the summer to young people who can work now, um, being delivery boys, cleaning houses... Uh, doing whatever they want. But the point is, if they knew there's a, th- the party is going to end at some point, they would be motivated to work. Mm-hmm. And like it's a chicken and egg situation because yeah. why would they work and move the economy if they get free money? Yeah. Um, and they, I gave examples for young people who, who, didn't, who, cho- who chose to innovate make new businesses and work and they did very well for themselves do you and other people i have to say commented on this post and i put one, this post one, on the group yeah so you he posted he ah you made a video yeah. i made this video and posted it on this uh, facebook group of the podcast of the public uh podcast yes. now Many people obviously disagreed. Yes. Many people agreed. Yes. Many people gave examples of friends they had that had also gone on uh, unpaid leave. It was a huge unpaid discussion paid leave, going on. and like they know people that were living happily on this sum of money. There was a vibrant discussion. Yes, and then with people the admin on all sides. was the head of the economic desk on Khan on the the PBS. Yeah. Uh, he blocked the comments killing yeah. the conversation saying i'm the dictator of this group and this is a degrading this is a condescending video and you shouldn't post videos to now this group. Wh- the reason this is a big deal in my eyes is because this guy his name is shaul amsterdamski is one of the leading economic commentators yeah. in israel and he has he, a daily show yeah about economy in which every day 
he has this opening video where he's judging and criticizing, criticizing yeah. the entire world and and his son and his sister and his sister as they say in Hebrew. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. No, he he, he is, is allowed to criticize everyone. He has he has a great platform and you know what? I'll even go as far as to say that he made uh, his way to that place where he has this platform and mm-hmm. you know, kudos to him for for working and 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 uh, pushing through yeah. and and making su- and being successful. Yeah. But the point is that this guy has such a platform. He is one of the leading voices in Israel and he's so extremely socialist uh anti-free speech um you know, so comf- anti-democracy you know i i will i won't go as far as that but yeah maybe you could say that he's anti-democracy but he's clearly against people being freely able to express their opinions on a public channel so i hit him up on a, on a private chat and i'm like yeah. hey shaul why did you just wanted to know like this is a public group uh, it belongs to khan khan is pay financed by the government so i pay for this group it's everyone's it's the public's group why did you block uh my post my post and he, he shut was, down he didn't blo- he didn't he shut down your post comments he, cu- he shut down the comments which is to your kill post. in a group on facebook this means killing, killing your post, a post because yeah. then it goes down to oblivion it's a clever way to kill yeah it. and and uh, he was like this is by no means uh public this group by no means belongs to khan to the channel it's a private group by it i i own it we manage it on our free time. yes it's ours and you came like you don't and have free time he said <laughs> yeah i'm he, your boss he said uh, who told you you had a break he said to me you came to my living room and you threw up on my furniture meaning he sees my video as no he sees that channel as, as his, his living, living room, room and uh and and the video is his the, throw up the th- yeah. that's that's offensive but whatever yes. he wants to call your video vomit that's that's yeah. free speech yes but the idea that he thinks that the that the facebook group mm-hmm. of this public uh publicly funded podcast yeah. is his living room yeah is so, just ridiculous so i was so infuriated so i hit up there's this uh, woman who, and she is there res- she is responsible let's cut to the chase the, yeah it's not it's not private. Yeah, right? yeah, it is a public. Yeah, I, I, I went to someone who's responsible yeah. this uh, issues, resolving such issues in that uh, channel, and she wrote me back that she dec- she checked this subject, and the group is in fact public. It is a, an official group of a Khan, and I wanted to post, uh, but since because of my video, they block posts. They blocked free posts on yeah. the group. Now the admins approve the posts, so they obviously they approve only posts that they like. Yeah. So I try to publish a post telling the people of the group about this whole scenario. They blocked posts ten minutes after they shut down Noah's post. Yeah, yeah. They put up a post after saying, four years. We've it was, decided. Yeah. That yeah, that posts will now be vetted. After four years, the group existed with open posts. Oh God, it's uh, so curious. <laughs> and I I wanted to post the story on the group after I got the answer from the official, and they wouldn't approve it. So now I've been negotiating with this uh, woman who's responsible on. Let she's basically supposed to be a uh, uh, like oversight over yeah. these public channels to make sure that yeah. they're you know she's the she's the person responsible to make sure that the public is getting what they want out of this yeah. stuff right so yeah. she's like uh, she's like the um, the uh, what is it called 
the um, attorney no. general yeah. or whatever of the yeah. of this public anyway body. in the end now uh, like she didn't like the original post i wrote was too long i cut it down a little bit eventually i posted it and now she said they're supposed to approve it and we'll see but but uh, it's just a microcosm probably yeah, of what yeah. of what goes on in in Israel in general. Yeah. And these these channels, they're not they, they, they're very leftist. But the, the problem is I don't have a problem with Channel 12, even though they're they're I'm sure subsidized in many ways by yeah. the government. Everything in Israel, everything yeah. has the government's money in their like the you know basically their hands in the government's pocket mm-hmm. but i'm saying khan which is uh the name of israel's public broadcasting corporation they're f- publicly funded 1 billion shekels a year 1 billion shekels a year billion. is their budget and yes and the economy desk there and the thing is you it goes to show how because the people there are mainly leftists in this channel, okay? And they are sitting there every day talking about values, right? Yeah. But they lack the very same values they preach for. And that is the, the microcosm. Yeah. That is the microcosm that's of, the, of... That's the paradox, the yeah. irony. But th- that's what I'm saying is that this is, to me, the ultimate argument why there is no... Re- it's such an outdated notion that you should have publicly funded uh, journalism. Like, I don't get it. And this whole idea that, that journalism is going to be corrupted by money and by, you know, profit margins and, and uh, you know, just like green hungry uh monsters that are gonna i don't know hungry hungry pro- hippos pro- proliferate fake news just for to to fatten their pockets like yeah. maybe but then go start your own newspaper right yeah doesn't make very any sense. but a, a little victory for me a little victory for me in the little end. yeah small <laughs> we we small w- i work with small victories you know <laughs> that's what i do you just pile them up. Little and, me and against then at the end, the you have you have like a a, a mediocre, a, a mediocre sized pile. Yeah. It's maybe small to mediocre yeah. size. Uh, so Tooth Honey says hi guys from Leeds. Tooth Honey. Tooth Honey. Hey Tooth Honey. From Leeds, no less. Wow. That's Scotland. Where is it? Leeds is in England. England, not like Ireland or Scotland no, or something. Leeds is in England. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Leeds, Leeds. Okay. Um, yeah. So we're just, yeah. We want to talk about Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, we got to. Okay. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it either. But I don't I've like seen his clips. things. Yeah. I I am torn because I like him and I don't like him. Mm. Like it, it's fun to watch because he puts people in such awkward. But if he would just leave the politics out of it, I'd like yeah. him so much more. Yeah, like, there was the Giuliani thing, but first of all, to me, there was the whole. Se- I I forgot what really happened there. But uh, hi from Madrid. I love your podcast, Victoria hey. Franco. Hey, Franco. Victoria. Franco. Vic, yeah, Victoria. But I'm saying Franco because it's weird. like an unfortunate. We love you, Victoria. But it's an unfortunate name, no? Because there was the Franco is the Spanish yeah, dictator. Every it's like Cohen. Yeah, but it's the Spanish dictator. It was Franco. Why are you? It's like being. We named. just lost. <laughs> no, Victoria. <laughs> the only fan we Victoria, had. Victoria, don't leave us. No. I just. I, this I heard. not not enough. <laughs> this election cost us half of our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> now you gotta. 
<laughs> she says, ha ha. <laughs> um, it's anyway, a cool name, though. It's yeah, a cool name. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for, lis- for listening. It is, she says, about... Uh, yeah. Okay. About the name. About the name. Yes. Uh, Thank you maybe for tuning she's, uh, in, Victoria. Related. Thank you all for tuning in. Yes. Really. All eight of you. But um, so Sasha Baron Cohen and the Holocaust survivor. Yes. In, in the movie, he he misled a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. I'll open the link. You talk about Giuliani, and I'll open. Okay. The link. So the Sasha Baron Cohen has a new movie out. It's called Borat. It's one subsequent of his subsequent film. Yes. Yeah, subsequent film movie or <laughs> movie film. Uh, and it's it's in his character Borat. Borat is this like for those of you who don't know, is this Kazakhstani reporter who arrives to the U.S. to do like a documentary film. That's the first film. This is like the sequel. Yeah. Um, and so he goes undercover uh, because everybody recognizes him. And there's just anyway, it's all weird. Basically, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen pranks people. That's what he does. Yeah. And so in this character, he pranks pranks the hell out of people and he's he's gotten to this place where he pranks a lot of prominent people so he, if you guys watched his show back in the day as uh um what's his name ali uh ali g ali g he actually pranked uh president trump what back when he was just donald um and now he has this 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 bit where he pranks giuliani into this super awkward situation where Giuliani is in a hotel room alone with what Giuliani believes to be a reporter, a woman, a young blonde woman reporter mm-hmm. uh, who's in a tight dress and and ends up being alone in a bedroom with her with his hands down his pants. Yeah. Now, he claims he was just tucking his shirt in after she was taking off the audio equipment you can't really totally hear what's going on there, but it looks very, very suspicious. And then, obviously, Borat comes in wearing one of his ridiculous outfits, which barely covers his genitals, yeah. yelling like, take me, take me. <laughs> I'm much better sex person than her. And uh, and Giuliani runs out of there, and it is so awkward. How yeah. do you get caught in that situation, man? I told you, I think many grandfathers would fall for a, a temptation girl. How do you say it in English? Like, uh, like, a, uh, like bait, basically. Bait, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> I, I think it's just uh, disgusting. But here, and here's from the forward.com. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen interviewed a Holocaust survivor for the new Borat. Now her daughter's suing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So her daughter's suing him because what? Scroll down, scroll down. The daughter of a late Holocaust survivor is suing to have her mother's appearance in Sasha Baron Cohen's upcoming Borat sequel removed from the film, saying that the comedy mocks the Holocaust and Jewish culture. Quote, uh, Baron Cohen interviewed Judith Dim Evans earlier this year under false pretenses with the intent of appropriating her likeness, reads the lawsuit, which was filed this week with the Superior Court of Fulton County, Georgia, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported. Baron Cohen approached Evans for an interview in what he called a documentary earlier this year. The lawsuit states her daughter said that Evans, who passed away this summer, was horrified and upset upon learning that the film was a satirical comedy. The attorney representing Evans' estate declined to tell the Journal-Constitution if Evans had signed a waiver before participating in the interview. And then the rest is just like a background, basically. This is uh, the foreword by Knan Lipschitz. That's very disgusting. I think it is kind of yeah. It's not cool. 
It is. You don't. Well, I mean, I I didn't see the clip. Did you see the clip of him interviewing no. her? No, I think it was cut from the movie eventually. But oh, yeah. um, yeah, it is not done. Yeah, it is not done. Agnieszka Kolek says honey trap is the term. Honey trap. Yes, yes, yes. And yes, she yes. says shalom from London. London, Leeds, we're big in England, yes. man. Yes. Uh, so yeah, like so. the V two rocket. <laughs> um, so historical reference yes historical joke yes um so, uh, so yeah so you I, I don't know i don't know yeah it's 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 not it's not but that's his that's his shtick like it's n- like he does what you're not supposed to do he runs around a hotel naked with another man then gets in like uh promiscuous positions on stage in front of hundreds of people it's like you don't do that either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, you don't lure a Holocaust uh, survivor into a luckily satirical send, interview. S- luckily, he didn't send a honey trap to the Holocaust survivor. <laughs> yeah. That would have been... <laughs> that would have been... Uh, <laughs> one step too, too far. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he also... Uh, he took a he took a dump in a bag at someone's house. Like, you don't do any of the stuff he does. Yeah, so it's I like... I And that's why I'm torn about him. It's either I'm you... Not, you, no. you just don't like him. No. Yeah, I probably if I was like more mature, I think I would. Yeah. I would. I would probably. Yeah. Like forty-year-old me with kids will probably be like, "He's he's garbage." You're saying I'm you don't old. watch that. I'm saying you have the heart of an old mm. soul. So ready for the burekas? Oh experience? yeah. Oh yeah. Guys, we have food waiting for us, yeah. and we have this Turkish burekas joint. You, you're not that important. No. My not stomach, like a. It takes priority. I mean, you are important, not not like a spinach burekas. Yeah, spinach, 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 cheese, cheese and spinach. Yes, it's gonna be so good oh, yeah. and so much heartburn. With some tahini, so a pickle, much. yeah, boiled egg. Yes, <laughs> I know it doesn't sound that luring, but this is the <laughs> the the delicacy the of, of Israel. Yeah, the perks of really of the Middle East. The Middle East. Yeah. Wow. So you so guys good. should be jealous. Definitely. Anyway, it's been uh, nice. What a month. Yes. Hopefully, we make it to the next one. <laughs> it has been and a pleasure all of you yeah. listeners thank you so much for tuning I in i think we can promise to our audience that we're going to talk less about trump in the upcoming years i think that what they want to hear is we're going to talk less about corona uh, but uh, yes we will be talking less about trump we will not endorse trump for president uh until in, uh, until 2024 yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, so which he could possibly win he, by he, the way yeah, he could he could if he's still if he's still if he employs me i wanted to say if he's still lucid but if he's still as at least as lucid as he is today or employing me yes that's another option higher no or um yeah so guys thanks for tuning in this was broadcasted live exclusively on the youtubes the youtubes yes so if you also want to join this exclusive club. The Subscribe. Online Mar-a-Lago version <laughs> of, of yeah, fun. Of, of online. Yes. The Mar-a-Lago of Jewish... <laughs> Podcasting. Of, Jew, of the Jewish corner of the web. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Another comment. Tooth Honey says, We are jealous, absolutely... Chalishing? Is that a word? Challenging for Israeli press now. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. That's why we, you don't read all hear, comments. We hear you. We hear, <laughs> we hear you too, funny. Um, so anyway, uh, go to YouTube. 
Yeah, search two nice Jewish boys, subscribe, and then you get hit the notification bell, and you will also be notified on this of all like, our content. Yes, don't be episodes. a loser listening to this in retrospect. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to be listening to the content shameful. late. You want to get it right as it comes out, yes. so that when everybody's talking about this episode. And the you way to do in it the in there's one way to not do it in the out subscribe to YouTube subscribe and also of course we're sponsored by the forward yes so go to forward.com slash 2njb to get an exclusive offer for podcast listeners you get 67% off or in other words six months for 10 bucks what's 10 bucks it's, it's nothing here in it's Israel like hardly a burger yeah um so again Forward.com slash 2NJB, exclusive offer podcast listeners. And Great source for news, for opinion, for podcasts. And that's the way to support Jewish lens. Yes. Us. And you support us by subscribing. Forward.com slash 2NJB. Yes. Also, Arutz Sheva. Yes, IsraelNationalNews.com. Our friends, our buddies, go check them out. Like them on Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. Go to their website every morning to get the newest, hottest stuff from Israel. Yes, yes. Very highly recommended. IsraelNationalNews.com. And lastly, in Australia, because we are 360 all around the globe. Mm -hmm. The States, Israel, We're the empire where the sun never sets. Exactly. (laughs) We really are. (laughs) So (laughs) for the Australian angle, ajn.timesofisrael.com. Com, Australian Jewish News, uh, also a great source. Uh, so check them out, ajn.timesofisrael.com. And, and as Eitan said, we yes. accept donations. Yes, yes. Please help us out. Free time. You know, Hanukkah is coming. Yes. Donuts, Hanukkah donuts are pretty expensive do now. Do a mitzvah. Do a mitzvah and go to 2NJB.com. Are we going to do Sufganyo tasting donate. again this year? Um, I mean, like... We got it. We don't have to film it, but I'd love to okay. taste some donuts. So, guys, if you want us to do souvenir tasting, we need comment. to afford and comment, and we need to afford the souvenir. So, go to twngb.com slash donate and uh, send some money in our direction. Yes, I promise not to donate it to the, the Israeli fund. <laughs> exactly, and that is it. If guys. you hate us, you can donate in the name of a friend. That yes. you really, de- or sorry, an enemy that you really despise. Yes. So if you really, really, really despise us, one of those tens of people that stopped listening to us recently because tens we of love thousands. Trump. Yeah, yeah, tens of thousands. All those comments we saw of we, I'm not listening anymore. If you're by chance listening to this, donate in the name of an enemy. I have one final request before we go, guys. Yes. It's very important. So if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, the thing is, guys, uh, in Apple Podcasts, you can review the show. And because of the last few months, we have a bunch of bad reviews there because of our politics. And Not because we suck. No. We promise it's not because no. we suck. It's because, yeah, of the politics. And as you know, like we talk about politics here and there, but mostly... It's uh, We have guests, and we talk about everything. It's everything. a good Jewish podcast. Yes. So please go to I- through iTunes or through Apple Podcasts to the review section and leave a good review. Yeah. It will help us uh, to balance the hate. Yes, yes. It's the Jewish thing. Show us some love. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. See you on the next one. Bye.